So, first of all, we have one guest, Miss Rachel Frost from the Regional Service Center. And I'll let you talk about your role there and tell us a little bit about the organization itself. Absolutely. First, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited to join you today. Yeah, so I am the Director of Communication Services at the Region 10 Education Service Center. Service centers, there's 20 of them across the state of Texas. So Region 10 serves basically the Dallas side of the Metroplex. And in my role, I am basically, I lead a team of seven people who work in all sorts of different roles from graphic design to video to animated graphic design, copywriting, editing, social media, anything communications or marketing related. That's our team. And so, but yeah, Region 10 is just a fantastic organization. We serve school districts, public schools, charter schools, private schools across the Metroplex, and it's a great organization to be part of. Fantastic. And our other guest is none other than Mrs. Nikita Spearman. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you today on the Intentional Leadership Podcast. I'm super stoked and excited to share this platform, not only with you, Dr. Williams, but also with you, Rachel Frost, a good colleague and friend as well. So I'm with NLS Marketing. I'm the founder of NLS Marketing. So what I offer is marketing, communication, and PR services that literally transforms your brand, bring your vision into a reality. And so that's exactly what I am doing for Academy of Dallas and Bear County Academy Charter School as a marketing consultant. I am taking that brand and elevating it to the next level, not only for leadership, but most importantly for our scholars, for our students. They need to see what motivation looks like. They need to be inspired, and they need to also be a part of that transformation. And so that's a big part of what I do for both districts. In addition to that, another big part that I'm just so excited to have the opportunity to have a conversation about is crisis communication. Mm -hmm. I think we don't talk about that enough. I think we're not prepared enough for those type Mm -hmm. of events that happen within our school districts to prepare our parents, our scholars, and the surrounding community. So I provide that service for both Academy of Dallas and Bexar County Academy Charter Schools. And I would say we're very fortunate to have NLS Marketing to support us in that particular role because we are uh, two small districts and we don't have, unfortunately, we don't have the human resources or the capacity within our staff because the focus is always student outcomes. But we do need individuals not only just to market the wonderful things that we're doing and telling our story as a charter uh, about the various programs we have, but we also need individuals when, unfortunately, things happen. Yep. And we need them to be there on the forefront to kind of guide us as leaders to be intentional as it relates to our communication to the public and so forth. And we're going to get into all of those great, 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 great things. So So I'm excited excited about you all being here because, again, you have not been brought to the table. And this is a perfect time to really educate Mm -hmm. individuals about the services at Region 10 that they provide not only to charter public charter schools, but also traditional ISDs. So why don't let's start, let's talk about the services that you provide. Yeah, absolutely. So when I joined Region 10, I really knew Region 10 as this kind of expert in professional development. I kind of thought that was, that was everything that Region 10 does. We're just kind of committed to professional development, to training educators. And it's just so much more than that. You know, I've been there for coming up on two years now, and now I've been able to see not only the professional development support that we are doing, and we're doing it really, really well, but there's so much more to Region 10. For instance, we have a technology and data services team. They're doing things like security and cybersecurity and everything from helping schools with their Skyward student support, business support, 
even things like ADA accessibility for websites. And so that's just one team. Then we have, you know, we have eight different teams at Region 10 providing all different types of supports. We have a teacher certification program that we're doing. We have, you know, teams that are actually working on site on campuses with students through direct services. And they're part of our special populations team. So they're we have our adaptive PE team, so they're working on things like our kinetic games and those activities for students who have physical disabilities. Wow. We have Head Start Early Head Start programs on so many of our campuses. So those staff are Region 10 staff, but they're working in schools. And so Region 10 provides a lot in terms of supports for school districts beyond professional development, and communications is just one of those arms, right, of Region 10. So we're out there providing any type of communication support that a school district might need. It could be graphic design or it could be crisis communications. So I feel like we wear a lot of hats at Region 10. And it's really neat to have learned about all of these different pieces that are truly impacting uh, educators and our education community as a whole. Absolutely. And as superintendent for the Academy of Dallas Public Charter School, I attended one of the conferences and one of the sessions focused on crisis communication. And we actually had the opportunity to handle the scenario and a mic was in our face, you know, to be able to communicate on the top of our heads. Pretty much what's the plan? How are you communicating to parents? What's the situation? What's the update and so forth? And when that hit me, I said, I need some help. (laughs) I need some help. Yeah, we all do, though. We all need help in that area. Even I need help in that area. It's one of those things where if you're not consistently growing that part of you, it can just easily just go away. You forget those strategies along the way. And so it's great to have those types of professional development opportunities, too. And that's why it was crystal clear, not only me personally as a leader, but Mm -hmm. I want to communicate that to the principals and staff at the campus level, how we should handle ourselves as a form of communication. And we were fortunate to be able to hire NLS Marketing and Mrs. Spearman to support us in that particular capacity as a consultant. Absolutely. Um, And not only that, you know, the last two years we've been faced with COVID. COVID and, yes. and crisis communication around that. Mm-hmm. And you all supported us with a broadcast to be able to communicate about our next steps, our action plan to right. make sure that our schools were safe and ready for students to return, you know, and a messaging from the super, superintendent because we didn't have those type of systems in place as it relates to a facility to be able to, to develop that type of messaging. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we were all just kind of figuring it out as we go during COVID. And I think that COVID really shed light on the fact that people in these roles, in these communications roles, are so essential to school districts. And I honestly don't know how school districts that don't have communication staff, at least one person in that role or somebody supporting that role, I don't know how they do it because it's a lot for a superintendent to handle Mm -hmm. on top of all of the other responsibilities. And so for us, just being able to support that was huge and something that we've been fortunate to be able to continue to do as we've kind of, there's not a new normal for me. It's just, we're still in COVID. So we're still working on developing those messages and helping schools to what's kind of what's that next step in our COVID crisis communications, because it's just evolving. Absolutely. I would agree with that. To your point, Rachel, how to navigate mm-hmm. through that the whole messaging and crisis communication. And just want to bounce off of what you stated about how do other districts that are void of a communication personnel or staff member, having someone who can lead that charge, it is so important that you have someone in your camp or you reach out to those resources and have a collaboration like with Region 10. Right. You know, that's one of the things that um, Dr. Williams, as the superintendent of both districts, Academy of Dallas and Bexar County Academy, he was very intentional about. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make sure that the school had all the tools and resources they needed, but also with working with him, I wanted to take it a step further, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, he brought me on as a marketing consultant with my company, NLS Marketing. However, I believe in collaboration. 
And so it was important for, uh, as representing the district, to reach out to Region 10 yeah. because you are boots on the ground. Right. You Absolutely. are connected to all of the ISDs, private schools, right. charter schools. And we're not so much different when it's time when we're in a crisis, especially, you know, perfect point, case in point, COVID. Yep. And so when we can pool our resources together and as communicators and being in that role come together collectively, it makes a big difference. It makes a big difference in the form of scholars, parents, staff, leadership, and the community on a whole that our message is on point right. and that we're speaking to them in a way that that particular audience need to be spoken to. We're speaking their language. Yep. I would love to see more of that happen, that where districts come together, mm-hmm. really band together like a band of brothers and sisters on the communication level because crisis communication is real. Whether we're talking about COVID, bullying, mm-hmm. or other incidents that are unforeseen so that we're not working in isolation, that we're working collaboratively. Absolutely. We have so many experts working within our school systems. And when we can come together, I think it's really powerful. I think that was really neat to see during COVID out of all the, you know, so much was going wrong in the world, but there were so many people willing to share and willing to have those conversations and talk about what they've been going through and how they've approached it from the communication standpoint. I think that helped everyone collectively. And at the end of the day, like we're all serving students. So Mm -hmm. we have to be able to work together, especially in times like that. Well, I'll tell you, leaders, listen to these ladies as it relates to not working in isolation, because I can honestly say, as superintendent for both districts, Region 10 was a phenomenal resource, as well as having a person (laughs) that was in place to support that process. Mm -hmm. You can't do it in isolation. It's just like instruction. You can't you can't teach in isolation. You have to have collaboration. Absolutely. You know, so I want to make sure that I emphasize that I'm intentional about making that as a preference. I'd like to talk to you about how do you support leaders in your particular role? So I see myself, you know, I came from that school district communications background. I have served about seven years in school districts in North Texas. And so moving into Region 10, it was a bit of a shift for me because I really see my role, especially with the communications people, we're a very tight-knit group of professionals and we communicate a lot within our group. And so I kind of like to be that connection for them. And what my goal is, at least in this role at Region 10, is to kind of help them take something off their plate. So I'm constantly listening. What are their needs? I happen to be married to a communications director (laughs) in another school district. So every day we're having those conversations. What do you need right now? What is the most impactful thing that I could be doing to support you to make your life just a little bit easier? And then developing supports to make that happen, to make that a reality. So I'm very fortunate to have that kind of key connection there. But it's also in building these relationships and making sure that For instance, right now, making sure that people, when they're developing their school calendar, something so simple as that for the upcoming school year, that I'm collecting these calendars from all of the different school districts across Region 10 and then sharing those calendars so that you're not reinventing the wheel, Mm -hmm. saving time, saving effort. And so that's kind of what I see my role as at Region 10, but then also working with superintendents um, closely to make sure that they have the information that they need. If there's a conversation that's happening among the communications group, superintendents probably need to know about that as well. So being plugged in with both of those groups, I think makes a really big impact. And you have to be intentional about doing that, making sure that you're part of the conversations that are happening at our monthly meetings that we have with whether it's superintendents or the communication staff. So I try to be that little connector through Region 10 in this role. And I think over time it will evolve because as I listen to the conversations and plan for the future, you know, I think I'll find out different little pieces of information that could have a bigger impact for our schools and developing resources that will help their communications efforts, whether they have a team of one or a team of 10, right? And so that's kind of how I go about supporting leaders 
across Region 10. Wonderful. So, uh, Ms. Spearman, I want you to talk specifically about your support as well when you think about the districts and how you support principals, mm -hmm. as well as myself, because during the COVID time, things were constantly changing and we were constantly reading things from TEA as far as the commissioner and compliance and, and, and making sure we're constantly communicating with parents, our staff, and so forth. So talk, talk about you boots on the ground working to assure that we are being effective communicators. Absolutely. Well, the first step in that, um, working with both of the district, is being invited to the table, mm -hmm. being a part of the conversation. I cannot tell you how instrumental that is in making sure that the communication is accurate mm -hmm. and making sure that it's consistent and making sure that it's on message and that everyone is involved, that it's all inclusive. Dr. Williams, you've done that. You have invited me to the table mm -hmm. as a communicator, which allows me to to listen, to assess, to ask questions, and know how to navigate to the leadership team. It also allowed me an opportunity to have conversations with your leadership team at both districts, Academy of Dallas and Bear County Academy, from the aspect of, do they need additional professional training on communication themselves? Because I'm only one piece of that. So I work on crafting that message, making sure that it gets out to the parents, to the students, to the community at large in the surrounding areas of the districts and to make sure that that message gets out in a timely manner, like right. with alacrity, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the best part of what you've invested in your district because if they're not informed, if your parent's not informed and something's going on in the community, it can cause chaos and it also can cause miscommunication. Mm -hmm. And so we want to always, at all time, avoid the fake news. Theory. Mm -hmm. We want to be that resource of trustworthiness. Absolutely. And so that's what you have allowed for your leadership, having individuals such as myself in that role representing the districts as a PR person, as a communication person, and also to give you as well as your leadership team insight on the best approach. Absolutely. But we do that, we do that collaboratively because I'm at the table. I don't see that, unfortunately, enough in the communications world spectrum, mm -hmm. not just in school districts, just in the industry, but definitely in the school districts, that the communication department, the marketing team department have a seat at the table. Even if it's not a crisis, you are excellent about keeping me in the loop of what's going on with all the superintendents mm -hmm. or what's new on the horizon. If it's COVID, if it's a new curriculum coming up, Absolutely. if it's a program, right. you yep. keep me in the loop. That way, we can also intentionally keep everyone in the loop. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's about common language. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Everybody's communicating the same thing. And I'm big on that, that we're all collaborating, having those common conversations. And that what I'm speaking, the principals are speaking. Mm -hmm. Instructional coaches are speaking. Yeah. The deans of instruction are speaking. And so, and the teachers are saying the same thing, even right. down to the scholars as well. Absolutely. You know, we have to, that common language is critical. We've talked about a lot of the crisis uh, portion of the communication. That's very important. But mm -hmm. I do want to talk about the fun stuff. <laughs> the I brand. do want the branding, <laughs> the marketing, telling the story. Yes. And what's so impactful was impactful for me is recognizing if I don't toot my own horn, mm -hmm. nobody else will. They would not know the great works that we're doing at the Academy of Dallas and Bear County Academy Public Charter Schools if I don't communicate it. That's exactly right. And if you're not telling the story, they'll come up with a story for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And that is something so that you have to work, you know, to, you have to get ahead of it, right? Absolutely. Whether it's a crisis situation or any decision that's made. And that goes back to your point of why it's so important to have that person at the table. Mm -hmm. Because if they're yes. not at the table, in every decision, there's a communications component. Mm -hmm. From little to big, it doesn't really matter. So and true. And it gives you a different perspective, too. Having not come from the, being a classroom teacher or being a, a campus administrator, you have a different perspective. A different lens. Exactly. Absolutely. So you can kind of be that voice to say, hey, you're you're going this direction. Have you considered 
this X, Y, and Z, whatever it may be in that situation too. So, so leaders, listen to me at every level. Bring those communication folks to the table. <laughs> right. Yes. Be intentional at the table and bring those individuals. I'd like to talk about something that's not minute, but an experience that we've had. And I know we're not alone because you have uh, disgruntled parents. Mm -hmm. You have disgruntled students yes. that fake their adults <laughs> that make comments about the school or incidents that they didn't like. And they go to these particular web pages Pla or platforms. platforms and they make these comments. And we didn't have at one time a person to monitor that, keep right. us informed about that. It just kind of went out there and it was out there. But as if you're marketing your school and you're telling your story, but if you have parents now that are going to their phones, filling out applications, and they see comments, right. random comments, it's not okay. No. It's not. Leaders, mm -hmm. do you hear me? Superintendents, do you hear me? It's not okay. And I was glad that Mrs. Spearman brought that to my attention. You can kind of uh, speak Absolutely. to that. Absolutely. Uh, situation. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that to the forefront. It is not okay because that is your brand reputation. Mm -hmm. And we live in a digital world mm -hmm. where everything is online. Mm -hmm. Everything. The first thing we go to, our go-to is Google. Google is our best friend. Alexis is our best friend. Mm -hmm. And so when you are, for example, in an enrollment period, mm -hmm. correct? And the first thing I'm going to go to, well, let me research about Academy of Dallas or Bear County Academy. I'm going to Google. And when you see a comment come up online that is not representative of what you stand for, your brand, mm -hmm. who you are, your vision, your mission, that's a concern. And that would also potentially hinder an enrollment. It really impacts the brand negatively. And mm -hmm. that's that portion of your marketing is called online brand reputation. I really wish that organizations would pay more attention to their online brand reputation mm -hmm. because that can be just as damaging Absolutely. as the that. organic, <laughs> you know, uh, grassroots word mm -hmm. of mouth. Mm -hmm. It is the new digital word of mouth. Let's just say, let's put it like that. Absolutely. And so when I am monitoring that online brand reputation, it is a plan and strategy in place that when I see a comment that is not representative of the leadership of the staff, of the student body as a whole, I am in a role that I can bring that to the forefront of the principal, mm -hmm. the superintendent, and we can address that. Absolutely. We can address that and look further into it depending on what that comment is. You know, you'll see comments from something very serious as bullying to... Absolutely. I don't like the food in the cafeteria. <laughs> right. It's and really we, horrible. And we right. learn to address it. Yeah, absolutely. We address it. I remember looking at, uh, we were looking at some schools a few years ago, and there were so many Google reviews left by probably seventh grade students talking about how they were so disappointed that the cafeteria didn't serve ranch dressing with their pizza. <laughs> it's those little things like that. And you see the businesses these days that you trust and that you love yes. and how they approach handling Google mm -hmm. reviews. Yes. And schools can take that same approach, right? Yeah, yeah. And I know it sounds, that may sound trivial about ranch dressing, but really they're using these platforms mm -hmm. to express themselves. Totally. That's why it's so critical that we pay attention. Absolutely. We need to pay attention to our youth. We need to pay attention to our parents mm -hmm. because Maybe they've had an experience or they don't know how to approach leadership. Right. Or they're not comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's not because someone has made them feel uncomfortable, but because they have to step outside their comfort zone. Right. To actually have a conversation with a principal or a teacher. So it's easy to, to stand behind the, you know, the mirror, right. the glass mirror on the other mm -hmm. side mm -hmm. and go on and put a comment mm -hmm. and just express themselves. And sometimes that blast the school district and their brand. And it's not, it is a part and about the brand, but let's get to the heart of the matter, mm -hmm. that posts. And so I literally, through NLS Marketing and my team, we dig down and we research, where's this coming from? Yep. Is this someone who's being an alias that could potentially be a student? Mm -hmm. And that's okay. It's not so much about investigating 
who is the why so that I can take it back to the district. Mm-hmm. I can take it back to the superintendent. Mm-hmm. I can take it to the principal. I can take it to the front office, to the right. leadership school. This is an awareness. How do we want to address it? Yep. Do not leave it unaddressed. And I don't know if this has been your experience, but when I was in that role in a school district, it seemed like nine times out of 10, those people just wanted to be heard. They just yes. wanted someone to talk to. Absolutely. And it may not even need to be the superintendent. Mm-hmm. It may be someone in a campus leadership role. And so we would find that, especially on Facebook, it's so easy now to connect with someone that's working behind the scenes to mm-hmm. run a social media platform. So they would come to us first. They may not have even reached out to the campus because mm-hmm. that would always that's be right. my first question. Have you contacted the campus to talk about this? issue. Well, no, I didn't know who to talk to. And I get that. That's just the world that we live in these days. And when you can just stop and then figure out an approach that works to resolve the issue or at least address the issue, it's going to build you so much trust among your parents, your community members. That goes a really long way. It It does. does. And I, I would just be, I have to just say this because All of this great conversation about communication, about branding, about your brand reputation, about marketing, about enrollment, all of that is great about having a plan, a strategy going into market, but you have to have a visionary leader Mm -hmm. who understands that they cannot be all things to everyone at all times. Mm -hmm. Right. And also a leader that can identify, I don't have that resource in my school. Mm -hmm. I don't have access to that. And yes, Academy of Dallas, as well as Bexar County Academy, they're a small charter schools. Mm -hmm. They carry a mighty punch. They carry a mighty punch because you have to have all the right tools in the toolbox. Mm -hmm. And they have those tools in the toolbox. And what they don't have those tools in the toolbox, they bring in experts like myself, like you, Rachel, Region 10. And that's why I made it a point that, yes, is education just my space? No, I I market all, you know, small businesses, entrepreneurs, corporations. However, when I am working with a client such as Academy of Dallas or Bear County Academy, I make it my business Mm -hmm. to get to know those Absolutely. entities that they work with, that's why you and I can pick up the phone and yeah. have a conversation. That's why we can go into a video shoot for and put the superintendent in front of the camera and say, let's address these issues mm-hmm. or let's just inform our parents. Let's send a shout out to the scholars. Right. Let them, you know, to motivate them to inspire. Yeah. So I want to thank Dr. Williams for having me on this platform today to be able to share the importance of communication, marketing, brand reputation, branding. I know there's sometimes there's this concept that marketers are, we're the partiers. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, we just do videos yeah. and graphics and, and, and dollar, animation. If I had a dollar for every time someone said, oh, you're the lady that takes photos, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's they part of it. No they, 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 they have, have no They clue. have no, no idea of what goes into it. And that is okay. This is why we have this platform to have this conversation to share what really goes into being a communicator, an effective communicator, a marketer, and also how important your brand reputation is. You got one time to get it right. Yep. And if you don't have those resources, you can reach out to individuals like or entities like Region 10 mm-hmm. or a marketing consultant who can hone in on that. Yep. But again, it starts at the leadership level. Mm-hmm. It starts at the superintendent level. It starts at the principal level. Yep. I've now have become a part of the brand. I'm invested. I buy into Academy Dallas, home of the Eagles, Bear County Academy, home of the Mustang. I am an Eagle. I am a Mustang. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah, and so to. Yeah. to the point that if they, if if a staff member, or a teacher, or a scholar see me walk in the corridors of the school, Miss Spearman, uh, can I tell you what's going on? Can you put that out there? Can you tell us about this event? And that's great because we should, as communicators. We have to show them what that looked like. We have right. to show them being scholars, our students, and we have to lead by example for and teachers them, and staff to show them what it looked like. You hit the nail on the head. I was about to interject what you led me into my point. <laughs> it was a couple of points that you made that I just I definitely want leaders to know. First of all, you have to be intentional with your communication. 
It has to be clear and concise and informed. The other thing that you brought to the table was that as a part of being an effective leader, you have to be intentional to make sure that you bring those people to the table. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have the expertise in your building in that area, you need to go outside of it. If it's not NLS marketing and you're in the Region 10, Region 20, or a service center provides those services, I highly recommend. We didn't have a studio, but we needed to get out our messaging about we wanted parents to know that they were safe. They could come back to school, and this is what we had in place to assure that they were okay. Absolutely. And that had to be articulated. and had to come from me as the leader. I had to be intentional about that messaging. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't have the facility or the equipment to do that. And the partnership right. yes. happened and we made it happen. Mm-hmm. And I received a fantastic product, you know. And going back to that, I do want to talk about some of the positive things. Like I said, the marketing piece. What are some of the other services that you all provide outside of the crisis communication? Yep. What are some other things that you provide at Region 10? So we provide any type of branding marketing, graphic design, video support. So we have our in-house studio, which y'all have have used. Uh, We also have on our team, so we have a graphic designer, full-time graphic designer. So he does anything from logo design to flyers, posters, brochures, banners, anything you might need graphic design related. We also have someone who does animated graphics. So that was actually great during COVID as well. We were able to do some projects that were actually kind of fun, fun projects where we could animate a school district's logo. And then the logo animation kind of talked through through what are our COVID procedures. It was their mascot going through their school day of here's kind of what it's going to look like when you come back to school. We have these hand-washing stations. We're going to go do this in the lunchroom. So animated graphics. But we also do a lot of projects with animated graphics, those more complicated topics that you need to kind of boil down to those key points. We will turn those into video animations as well. So things like bond elections or TREs or things like that, we can do animated graphic design for those areas as well. And then we also do all of our video production. So some of that's done in studio and some of that is done on site. I love the on-site video shoots because we get to go in and see the students and the teachers and be in the classroom. So we do both of those things on site or in studio. And then we now have started one of our team members is now drone license. So he flies the drone video camera so he can do really cool exterior (laughs) shots right exterior shots or large group shots Mm. anything outside of buildings we've been able to do that recently we have a new project called learning on location where we're taking students out of their classrooms and taking them to different sites around the region outdoor learning spaces and giving them this opportunity to just explore be kids and also it's covering their key curriculum, right? Their pieces, right. it's it's also awesome. aligned with the TEKS. But we've had the opportunity to use our drone mm-hmm. out at those locations, and it's just beautiful. So I love that type of work as well. And that's kind of all of the different projects that we do. And those are really fun. You know, yeah. those are not mm-hmm. COVID-related. They're not <laughs> crisis-related necessarily. Right. And so we love being able to support schools in those ways as well. I want to add to that, um, Rachel, just in my experience with working with you on behalf of the districts, Mm -hmm. you also, I think I may have pushed and challenged a little bit, but (laughs) you also offer dual language and communication. So it's very important that we speak to our our audience, our target audience and their language, right? And so not just in English, but Mm -hmm. in in Spanish as well. And that, I am very big on that. My company is very big on that that not only the message is conveyed, but mm-hmm. how the message is conveyed. You have to reach them where they are. Absolutely. And in their language, mm-hmm. if it's English, if it's Spanish speaking, yep. and also that visual also have to speak with them. Right. Depending on, you know, the mm-hmm. ethnicity yep. and their their style, all of that goes hand in hand. And I know with my collaboration with you on behalf of the district and partnering up with you. Yeah. That was something that I requested, right? And uh, you came back and you delivered on that. We worked together on it. You gave me some insight on it. And we were able to deliver a video message for Dr. Williams Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. English and in Spanish. And, you know, push that out into the market through different platforms, all the social media platforms, the digital, the online platform. But we had both. And no one is being left behind. 
I just think that was a I'm glad I'm so glad you tooted their horn, but I definitely want uh to sharing is caring. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you for that. Sharing is caring, <laughs> but she's not going anywhere, folks. <laughs> However, please share with them the phenomenal work NLS has been doing as it relates to marketing uh for iSchool. Something that was very innovative, I felt, during COVID was the actual virtual tours. But I'll let you talk about yes, a lot of yes. the things that you did. So who knew we would go into a <laughs> pandemic, much less a year-on pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. We couldn't have fathomed that in our wildest dreams. If I had a crystal ball and I said my name was Miss Cleo, you know, I couldn't have seen that, right, at, at all. So one of the things that we, strategies that we did for the districts right before COVID, yeah. right before COVID, yeah. I mean, I just Time, said yeah, it just, it couldn't have been, I'm just going to say divine intervention. So because yeah. this was right before COVID, I approached Dr. Williams and I said, you know, we, we have to think about working moms, working dads, mm-hmm. working parents. They're trying to, you know, shuffle their jobs, their kids, get them from school, yep. after school program, extracurriculum events. And, you know, they go on the line to the website and they do their due diligence and research about the schools and the scholars. But wouldn't it be so cool if we did a virtual tour, not of the facility? Let the scholars be the virtual tour. Mm -hmm. Let your teachers be a part of that tour and introduce your school, introduce your brand from their perspective, from leadership perspective. And so that's what we did. We we came in, we brought in a crew, we put a strategy together, we put a plan together, and we got everybody on Bob. And it was super dope. I love that. It was just so dope because the scholars got to be a big part of it. Mm-hmm. The, the staff got to be a part of it. It was really a collaborative work. And so they weren't looking on from afar going, ooh, what are they doing over there? No, they were a part of the narrative. Dallas, I did the tour. Yes, yes, oh, yes, it yes. was so much fun. Yes. You guys, if you want to see a fantastic tour, please log in and look at Academy of Dallas website at www.academyofdallas.com and check out that virtual tour and that dude that's standing at the front door (laughs) doing the tour. Yes. I love it. He's he's a pretty cool dude, I I must say say so myself. Mm -hmm. He's a rock star dude. (laughs) Literally, literally when you see students walk through the hallway I asked uh, doing a rollout this week at Academy of Dallas for a new program called the Alamo Arts Multimedia Education Program. Mm -hmm. This program that we are launching right now at Academy of Dallas and Bear County Academy will offer middle school students, 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, the opportunity to take courses by industry experts in photography, video production, graphic design, and audio engineering. Super, super dope. And so I was presenting to the scholars so that they can enroll in in these courses as an elective. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they can be certified in it. I'm doing the shameless plug. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think that's super. I mean, an eighth grader can be certified as a graphic artist. I'll hire them, please. Right. <laughs> these schools are intention these schools are intentional because they're entrepreneurship schools yeah. and that's how mm-hmm. I market it and brand them because that's their vision. We're mm-hmm. making it a reality. And but you have to support the curriculum with that, yeah. right? So as I'm rolling out these programs, I mentioned I said to the sixth and seventh and eighth graders, they're going to in the first quarter of next year, school year, they're going to go to Louisiana for an academic experience, right? They're going to be able to apply all these tools that they're learning in this mm-hmm. curriculum, and they're going to actually, they're going to be the camera crew. So cool. They're going to tell the narrative. Yeah. They're going to tell the school the, the school's narrative and their experience. So I shared with them, and I said, yeah, I said, um, your superintendent and your principal, they're investing in your future. Like, take advantage of these opportunities. Mm -hmm. I'm just the messenger. I'm the marketing consultant that's bringing, you know, I'm just the messenger. And so they're looking at me and I'm like, do you all know who your superintendent is? And they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you do? Who's your superintendent? They're like, Dr. Williams. And then someone said, Dr. Ross Williams (laughs) Jr. And I'm like, wow, I was really impressed, Dr. Williams. Yeah. It's one thing for at 
it's one thing at the campus level that your students from pre-K to eighth grade know who the principal is. Yeah. They see the principal on a day-to-day basis. But your presence must be pretty huge in in both districts. For them to know who you are, they know your name, they know your face, and, you know, they don't see me every day. And Mm -hmm. I ask the question, do you know who your superintendent Mm -hmm. is? Because I'm referencing him in this conversation that is about them. And they're like, yeah, duh. Uh, Yeah, we know who our superintendent is. And I just wonder how many districts, how many kids in this, a part of the student body are youth. You can walk into the school and you can say, who's your principal? And they know. Who is your superintendent? And they know. Mm -hmm. Because if you're in a large district and you're in the forefront, You'll pick up on the superintendent right, name, right? right? Through the media, et cetera. But when you're when you don't have that type of exposure, mm-hmm. that's where your marketing team comes in. You know, that's when your branding comes in. That's when the brand a brand from the awareness come in. And the awareness starts at the scholar level. Mm-hmm. We've talked about a lot here today. Word of mouth. Right? Yeah. We've talked about branding, Rachel, mm-hmm. Dr. Mouth. Williams. We yes. talked about crisis communication. We talked about social media and digital media platform and having a voice. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it goes back to that grassroots, in my professional opinion, yes. as an expert in this space. It goes back to grassroots. And you said it best, Rachel, building relationship and connecting. And we have to live that by example for our young people. Absolutely. Perfect. And it takes being intentional about it because you can't be sitting behind a desk all day as a leader to build those relationships. I guarantee you, your students would not know who you were, but they've, they've met you. They've interacted with you and it takes being intentional about that time because your time is very valuable. Mm -hmm. And so having those moments of connection, whether it's with students or with parents, make a huge, huge impact. So, and I wanted to go back to something that you were talking about and going back to being intentional from the communications perspective, you were talking about these virtual tours that you did. And one thing that I've really been working on a lot recently is getting the most bang for your buck from your projects and being intentional about that piece. And so what we've been looking at is, okay, we're going to do this virtual tour video, let's say, And how many times can we repurpose this one project for different social media platforms? So we're going to take these different pieces of this one video. We're going to pull it out. High five. High five. And we're going to repurpose that. (laughs) High five on that. Maybe it's a testimonial video, a little 30-second Instagram story clip. Maybe it's a promotional paid advertisement on social media. But you can repurpose these things. And I've learned that. We started a Region 10 magazine, which kind of feels old school to me because it's actually a printed magazine. But what I love about it's it classic. is... classic. Yeah, right. Yeah. People do still have an appreciation for some printed materials, and a magazine is a great way to tell you your story. But you have as well. We do. Yeah. Of course, we yeah. do it in both. But throughout the year, we're able to pull pieces of that. We put a lot of time and effort into it. It can't just live as a magazine. Yes. It needs to live as a magazine. It needs to live as stories on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. And then you get more bang for your buck. And it's it's great. It is great. And we all know that we would love to believe and think that we have an endless pot of finances <laughs> in our district. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? right. We never have to stretch the budget, right? <laughs> right yeah. we, we never have to do that. But in all reality, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very cognizant of how we spend the money and back to this podcast. I love the name intentional leadership because we need to be intentional about even the financial piece of it and how we connect the dots with all the returns on investment. And so anytime, Rachel, to your point that you can repurpose what you've done or break that down into small vignettes and right. then put it out on the different Instagram, Snapchat, you know, make a TikTok video out of it. <laughs> right. Anytime you can do those things, but keep your message consistent. And also at the same time, I'm an advocate for getting the students involved and letting them be a part of the process right. because they're going to be the ones talking about the school. At the end of the day, they make the decisions, you know, they drive that information to the leadership team, Mm -hmm. but they make the decision. And it's so important for the leadership team to be listening. And Dr. Williams, you do that very intentional and very well at both of your districts. You listen, but you also bring the right tools, 
make sure you have the right tools in your toolbox to make sure that you can execute in that way by having the right people at the table. And that, and that goes for not just from a marketing communication standpoint, but from your leadership team and also being able to um, identify when you are lacking in those areas mm-hmm. and do something about it. Absolutely. You know, you're being proactive and not reactive. That's how you that's connected me with Rachel. Right. That's right. how you, with Rachel Frost. That's how you connected me with her, yeah. you know, Absolutely. saying keep, you know, let's, let's be proactive about it. Let's not wait and see what, what happens, but you have to have, those marketing individuals, those communicators, marketing directors and communication directors, I hope leaders take a note from your playbook, other superintendents take a note from your playbook and invite them to the table, not when there is a problem. Right. <laughs> before. Before, yes. When before. it happens. Yes, <laughs> right. before, because then you are all prepared, not just at the leadership level, but at the staff level. I can... I literally can feel when something is going on in the school district that's a crisis and when something is going on at the school district that's a non-crisis. It's just Mm -hmm. exciting. We're having a cool event going on. We want the community to know about it. I can feel the ease and release. Mm -hmm. They are working hard. They being the staff and the student body, they're working hard on making a beautiful Christmas event, a holiday Mm -hmm. event, or a Veterans Day program. Mm -hmm. They're not worried about how they're going to disseminate that information. They're like, oh, we'll call Ms. Spearman. Ms. Spearman got that. She got that. We just need to produce that piece. And to be able to have that peace of mind Mm -hmm. in the school district, to know that your leader has processes and places to handle that, Mm -hmm. that allows the staff and the students to really do what they do best. Be creative, engage with one another, and that, that's just a beautiful thing. I think, to your point, when you have that person at the table over any amount of time, you talked earlier about the importance of having everyone on the same page in terms of messaging. Mm-hmm. I think it's also so important that the person that's in the communications role is able to adopt the voice of everybody else that's at that table. Absolutely. Oh, that's Because good. there's so many situations that's that rich. you're in. Uh, that's an aha. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Right, a, because you have way. to be able to speak on behalf sometimes. Of the- and have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. And that only happens with being part of that conversation. Absolutely. I can say truthfully that and nothing that that leaves my desk, mm-hmm. I'm not aware of. Right. However... There's communications that have come to me that I said, oh, this is me. Right. This is my, <laughs> oh, you, you know I would say it like this because she mm-hmm. knows how I want it delivered. Exactly. I mean, because she's been, she's been at the table and yes. she's been around me long enough to know how I want things to be communicated Absolutely. to our, all of our community stakeholders. I want to kind of uh, end with this because we could talk forever. But <laughs> one of the things that I want, one of my favorite quotes is by Steve Jobs. And it, it says, what is the difference between a leader and a leader and a follower? Mm-hmm. It's innovation. And that is what this podcast is all about. Um, when you talk, talk, spoke uh, so eloquently about the Alamo Arts Academy and the opportunities that both Academy of Dallas and Barrow County Academy uh, Public Charter Schools, they have they have an opportunity and we'll have a space like this at each campus. So dope. That's so exciting. For themselves. Yes. And we partnered with Bold Entity and Roadcaster. Yes. Um, you know, we're looking for them to help offset some of those costs to make that happen. <laughs> yes. You know, but and to have that practicum. Mm-hmm. And then Bold Entity has also, you know, agreed to say, you know, we're gonna have some interns. Mm-hmm. They're welcome to come here and be a part of it. They'll be doing the production. Of so this is entrepreneurs. This, yeah, mm-hmm. this is all teaching about them how entre- to be entrepreneurs. Absolutely, yep. absolutely. And the key thing that you both said: you model the expectation. It's coming from the top. It's coming from me. Mm-hmm. I'm being intentional, leading both districts. Yes, and I expect nothing but excellence as I communicate to them. That's that's. So I have three rich. questions to ask you all. I'm going to start with Rachel, okay. and then you give your response. Okay. The first. Question for Rachel is, what motivates you? I was thinking about this a lot on my way here this morning. 
And I think the thing that motivates me is being surrounded by exceptional leaders. That's a really interesting thing being part of Region 10 is I see the quality of work that the other people around me are creating. And I want to be at that level. I want to be beyond that level. And for me, that is super motivating because it pushes me to do a little bit more every single day. And then I think too, as a mom, I want to be that example of a great leader for my daughter and for my family. And so so there's the professional side of that, and then there's the personal side of that. And Do you know the title of my next book? I, please tell me. <laughs> no, it's not, I'm not going to say okay. that. Okay. But you, you, you really almost said it. That's oh. so, so great. When you, when you went into that other space, we're right. intentional not only in our work mm-hmm. life, but also, you know, our family yeah. life. It's so important. It's so important to have both of those pieces. And so that's what motivates me at the end of the day. That's awesome. I've given this a lot of thought. You know, Dr. Williams, I've worked with you for some years now, and I've heard that question asked many times, and now (laughs) I'm on the hot seat. (laughs) (laughs) Self-mastery, I would say, and growth. That type of motivation to develop and grow within myself personally and as an entrepreneur professionally, it's so powerful. It's freeing, if I can say that. It's freeing because it allows me, allow me to become the best that I can be. And if I am the best I can be, then I can share the best part of me. You're tying into knit. I'm tying it to admit when you say reflection, because that's the motivation and self-reflection as a part of uh, the motivation, what I think about motivation. Mm -hmm. And I created Motivate, Inspire, and Transform. So to to motivate is self-reflection. It is. Leading into my next question for you. Okay. How do you inspire others? I try to be the type of leader that pours into my team members. And I think through, sometimes it's maybe constructive criticism. Maybe it is working with them to develop and further their strengths. I think pouring into people is inspirational. And also being that type of leader that tries at every opportunity that I have to lead by example. And one thing that's important to me is to know my team's goals, to know what their next step is going to be. I am a firm believer in the fact that your best employees are going to leave and go on to do yes. even greater things. Yes. And it's okay. It's just part I, of it. I connect yeah. with you. Yes. Right? I and do. So that how, building that capacity. Exactly. Ooh, I love it. How can I inspire them or motivate them to get to that next level? And sometimes it's having them be part of those conversations, bringing them in to be at the table, leading them through crisis situations, talking through how, how would you handle that? Oh, I might handle that in this way. So let's talk about that a little bit. And so I think there's a lot of different ways to inspire people, but I just want to pour into their strengths and hopefully help them to reach that next level of whatever that might be for them. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. I feel you on that one. Here again, I'm in the hot seat because I hear about I hear, these other questions I hear that, that is proposed to other, asked by others. But uh, what inspires me? I am passionate about youth. Mm. I'm passionate about my family. I'm passionate about my friends and making a positive difference in their lives by caring mm-hmm. and showing them that I care. You know, I could say, I care about you. I care about you, Rachel. I care about you, Dr. Williams. Saying it is one thing, but show me. Mm-hmm. So showing that individual that I, how I care about them. Also about being, in, by being enthusiastic, like bringing positive energy. Right. You Huge. Know, if you're trying to inspire someone, you just can't come in and say, good morning. Like, <laughs> do you really right. mean it? You do you really mean it? Good morning. Yes. Right. Bring some energy because you don't know, I don't know what that person have experienced or went through on their way into work. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it could be a good morning, but the way you say that good morning, like, 
you just made my day. Well, I only said good morning. No, it's not what you said. It's how wow. you said it. Yeah. Like, said it you right. really care about me enough to acknowledge me mm-hmm. and to acknowledge me intentionally and to acknowledge me with enthusiasm. Like, I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe you that your good morning was sincere. So bringing that positive energy is another way that I like to inspire. And then the, the there's so many ways, but I would say building up. Mm-hmm. Build up and not tear down. Mm-hmm. No, build yeah. up individuals. Yeah. Especially our children, especially our youth. Yes. They go through so much today on social media. The pressure mm-hmm. is beyond prayer pressure. Mm-hmm. They have the pressure of the world, mm-hmm. of society. Before, we used to be concerned about peer pressure, right? But now with social media, it's everybody's pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we have to continually encourage and build up one another. And in leadership, we have to build up one another. It's not a competition. It's not the first one to cross the line. Mm-hmm. If you see your brother or sister struggling to cross the line, pause and give them a hand so and help them across the line, right? Because we're in this together mm-hmm. as a part of a whole marketing platform for both of the districts, Academy of Dallas and Bear County Academy, when we had when they had their very first strategic planning meeting, it was a conference actually. Mm-hmm. And that was in the summer. Dr. Williams tasked me with, what are we going to call this? It has to have meaning. And we, we have to act on it because we have to inspire. And that it came to my mind better together. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of the building up mm-hmm. yep. better together. Yep. We have to do it together. That's why Dr. Williams invited me to the table. And that's I'm right. so happy he, mm-hmm. you know, he invited you to the table and we're here collaboratively. So the things yeah. that inspire me is caring and showing that I care and being enthusiastic about it and bringing some positive energy to the table mm-hmm. and then building up, not tearing down. Exactly. And starting where we started, if you think about with the crisis communication, and you all were inter- even energetic at that particular point, talking about that. I don't know how exciting you can be about crisis. I get excited about crisis communications. <laughs> but, you know, we did it. We, Rachel, we made it through. I, it you through. know, I, that's why I said you're my sister from another mother because <laughs> that's kind of taboo. Like, no one really want to touch, who wants to touch a crisis I and know. then have to communicate about it? But I love a good challenge. Yep. And wow, was the pandemic a challenge, yes. right? Yes. And it was a scary challenge. Yeah. But that's, again, one of those motivators. Mm-hmm. Stepping outside the comfort zone, mm-hmm. that risk piece, facing the unknown. But I wasn't, from a crisis communication perspective and being motivated by all that, I was, I didn't feel alone. It, back, it backs to the building up. Yeah. Dr. Williams, you were a part mm-hmm. of that. You were all in. I need to get this message out. I need to talk to my scholars. I need to talk to the parents. Right. Mm-hmm. Rachel was like, hey, come over to Region 10, mm-hmm. Nikita. Bring your strategy and let's get it right. done. Yeah. So, you know, all of those were motivating and inspiring because we came together collaboratively. Absolutely. Yep. Bringing the right people to the table. Mm-hmm. And the last question, how have you been intentional as a part of lasting transformation? So this is something that I think is so important. And I have just a little story to share Mm -hmm. for this. So I think this is something that any leader probably goes through this situation. So when I joined Region 10, we had an open position in my service area. And so the person who had left before I got there was in the role of a video production person. And so I come on board and you have an opportunity to fill this position. What are you going to do? I was initially inclined to say, let's just get somebody in here. Let's just get someone in. We need some more. Uh, We need some more people to do these different things, video support. And then I took a step back and I said, wait a second, is a video person really what we need? Is that role going to make the biggest impact on Region 10, both internally and externally? Or do we just kind of sit for a minute and take a breath and say, let's have some time and think through what our needs are, what our needs are. And so I spent a year just looking around. What are we doing well? Where are the gaps? What are my strengths? What are my teammates' strengths? Where are our weaknesses? And I realized that over time, 
the area that we were really lacking was in social media management. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, it wasn't a video person that we needed on our team. It was social media because I'm to the point where I'm not really that cool anymore. And I don't necessarily, (laughs) I don't necessarily, (laughs) right? I don't keep up with. I think it's pretty cool. Oh, thank you. I don't keep up with the social media trends like I should. And posting became sort of an afterthought for me. And so I took that year, we posted a position for a digital marketing person. And now we have someone on our team who is pumped up about social media and is just killing it. And it's hard to do as a service center. And so I feel like that was one way that I tried to be intentional was actually by taking a step back and giving it a little time to figure out where we had gaps and what our needs were and then filling the position, not just adding someone to add them, but adding them because they were the right person for that job that we needed so desperately. And I think it can it, being intentional goes w- way beyond mm-hmm. those types of things. It, but that just shows in one little aspect what an impact it can have. And that should be filtering down into every decision that's um, made. And, and sometimes it's hard, especially in a crisis situation or mm-hmm. in any other situation. You want to make a decision. You want to make it quickly. But sometimes taking a step back and really assessing the situation Good. is going to have a a bigger impact. I think that we need to take a moment, almost like on on social media, mm. where you can put a pin in it. Yes. I want to put a pin right yes. there so yep. people can reflect on what you said. Yep. If you can rewind the tape, rewind the tape because she's taking a step back mm-hmm. and do an assessment as to what is truly needed and being intentional about what we really need versus what we had in the past. Right. And it may have been needed in the past. I was I was intentional about the strategic planning. Yes, right. That hadn't happened in 20 years. 20 years. Right. Happened because I wanted to be strategic. Right. And intentional about making sure the next five years we mapped out what was occurring, which we didn't have COVID then. Right. Now oh, we have no COVID. COVID. Yeah. Right. And we also have behavior issues. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah. But. <laughs> right. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. So you all listen. Leaders. My mentees, listen to this because that was some great, great, great information. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Ms. Spearman. I would say um, being intentional for me means taking control of my life unapologetically. Mm-hmm. Flaws and all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, flaws and all because, you know, I'm not perfect. And working on living my best life and what that looks like. And being happier and having a fulfilling life and understanding that I'm responsible for my own happiness mm-hmm. and no one wow. else is. So if that's a team that I'm on, if that's my team in my organization and my in, in NLS marketing, if I'm doing a collaboration or a partnership as I work, if I'm working with, you know, as I work with you, Dr. Williams, if mm-hmm. I work with you, uh, Rachel, to Region 10, I have to understand that I have ownership in this and take that ownership mm-hmm. and live it to the fullest, being intentional about it, being purposeful about that. That's part of when I go out and I speak with the youth, when I speak with other leaders in the community, when we see that things aren't always perfect in the schools. I hear, you know, of a staff member or a leadership team, I'm not just not happy here. Mm-hmm. You can't go somewhere else looking for that happiness. Happiness starts within. I'm going to go back to a great friend, an author, a superintendent (laughs) of two great districts. um, And I've mentioned them multiple times, Academy Dallas, AOD, and Bear County Academy. The genesis of change begins within. What does that change look like, Mm -hmm. right? Being purposeful in our life, living our best life. We say it all the time. We want to live our best life. (laughs) We want to be happy. Yeah. You know? We look to others to motivate us. It starts within. And for me, that means taking control of my life Mm -hmm. unapologetically as who I am and as uh, that's professionally and then also as an entrepreneur and being responsible and taking ownership for my own happiness. Mm -hmm. And it's a work in progress. It doesn't happen overnight. And you can't just say, I got it, nailed it. You know, it's a work in progress. So that's what motivates me because if I can start with self-motivation, mm-hmm. then I can motivate others. If I can't even motivate myself, 
I may can motivate others, but I'm not being my authentic self. Right. So they're they're they're. And, and that does cause uh, transformation transformation by you modeling that internal reflection mm-hmm. and, and realizing that I need to take care of self. Self-wellness. You, you all are in Self my... Self-wellness. You read the book, but you're, you're in it. All <laughs> up in the, in, the, in the coffee and the tea. Yeah. You know, so um, I thank you ladies so much for this time. It has been very informative. I'm looking forward to sharing this with my mid-tees and them using... Who are your mid-tees? I'm just curious. My, You've said that a couple of times. Mentee, I want to know your Okay, mentees. let me tell you who are mentees. These are my, <laughs> instead of doing mentees, we're mentees. Motivate, inspire, transform. So, mentees. Oh, mentees. mentees. I see. M-I-T. So, can I be a follower for the mentees? I want to know what Everybody who's hearing this, you are my mentees, my audience. Some people have their their village and what have you. And, of course, Beyonce has the beehive. Yes. I have my mid-teens. Awesome. Thank yes. you for sharing that. And thank, and thank you for asking. Thank welcome. you for asking. So now you know who you are, who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you who's listening out there. You are my awesome. mid-teens. Awesome. Utilizing this learning environment and taking those tools to be intentional leaders. Before we cut off, I want you to share your information with our audience, please. Yes. How can they get in contact with you? Yeah, absolutely. So they can email me, Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L dot Frost. I say like Jack Frost at region10.org. Or they can connect with me on Twitter. I am R underscore Frost 44 on Twitter. And then I hope that they'll follow Region 10. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. You can find us all over the place. Or come see me. My office is at the Spring Valley Building of Region 10 in Richardson, Texas. And I love those face-to-face meetings. So come by, swing by anytime, meet me and the team. And I look forward to connecting with everyone. And how can we share NLS marketing (laughs) with our mid-teens. Absolutely. Thank you for this opportunity. You can inbox me at nlsmarketingandevents at gmail.com. Wonderful. Thank you. And as always, we need to remember that the genesis of change, it begins from within. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for bringing us to the table.